Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, thanks a lot for being there, guys. I, hey, traffic is a bear today. A bear, Tom? I remember when you used to have stones and you'd say another B word, yeah, I know. I think it's just mellow and man over time. But if you see any traffic issues about which Lucas Buckley needs to know, you call uh, the – actually, you text the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board at 716-803-0930. And, again, the light at North Forest and Sheridan is out, and people aren't treating it like a four-way stop. And this is making Mrs. Nerd very upset, with good reason, and probably everybody else there as well. So uh, Sheridan and North Forest, Amherst, that light is out. Do treat it like a four-way stop. Thank you very much. Um, Joining us right now, uh, because, see, Tim Wenger and I, we uh, are in 100% agreement because we've been working here long enough to know that you guys, every wintertime, are told, look out, the sky is falling, the weather, storm of the century is coming. And after a while, it's like, yeah, okay, well, you know what? We're going to start talking about it when we actually have information. So earlier this week, we talked with the superstar of meteorology, guy who is so incredibly talented, who communicates complex meteorological ideas with the ease of a warm knife going through butter, the intellect of Einstein, the communication skills of Winston Churchill. We go to uh, meteor- it's poop storms early today. Um, we go to uh, meteorologist Andy Parker. How you doing, Andy? Oh, my gosh. Your intros have reached new lofty heights. Uh... <laughs> of hyperbole. <laughs> yeah. Hyperbole. I love it. Hyperbole is the word, obviously. So, Andy, we when last we spoke, uh, we were unfolding the forecast, obviously, looking ahead to the uh, Saturday night game against the Fish uh, at Highmark Stadium. You had some information before you could be a little more specific about what we could reasonably expect and what is the concoction. Yeah, a lot has come into clarity now about the strength and intensity of this storm as it gets going. And it's not going to come in like a wall of snow and knock your socks off and everybody's thrown into a tizzy. This is going to be one that kind of starts with more of a sputter, like when you're starting up your uh, snowblower and it's, you know, you're cranking it and it's pop, 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 and then you take it out of choke and then it really gets revving. Same type of situation here. This thing is going to begin with a few of these pops, little bursts of snow, but it's not really going to line up into that intense three-inch-per-hour band 
anytime soon. It's going to take its time. It begins with those pop, pop, pops, those bursts Friday night, and there will be some minor accumulations on the morning of Saturday when you wake up. But don't expect Saturday morning to wake up to a ton of snow. During the day on Saturday, that's when we're going to start to see this thing begin to meander a little bit. Buffalo, up to Amherst, along the 33, the thruway, those are the areas that on the course of the day on Saturday, the daylight hours, that's going to be the opportunity for you to get some snow. It's not going to have the same ferocity and intensity that that uh, most recent November storm had, but it will be enough to cause some slick travel. I think a lot of people might be disappointed by the buildup for this, but either way, we're giving you the heads up. You're going to have some snow. Then as we go through the evening hours and overnight, that lake snow band continues to drift further south from its origination point, eventually through the south towns, and it will reside in some of the deeper south towns and southern tier during the day on Saturday and all the way into Sunday and Monday, a prolonged event for areas south of Buffalo. Hopefully that gives you an idea of how this thing starts, the timing of it, and then kind of where it goes. So obviously most people, let's before we get into the commute, uh, let's talk about the game itself. What are you seeing in Orchard Park on Saturday evening? All right, here's the thing that I can tell you with most certainty. It is going to be in the 20s. There's going to be a gusty breeze that instantly takes those wind chills into the teens. It is not going to be wet as it was the other day when last week at the Jets game. So you're going to go in cold but dry. Now the opportunity for snow. That lake snow band is going to be intensifying during that window from the uh, pregame through game time and then into uh, the, the exit postgame. And it looks like it's going to be making its travel through that area. While it does not look like the stadium is going to have to, quote, unquote, dig out, for the tailgate for this, it does look like there's going to be some snow. We'll call that in the area. The, or the stadium will be in the cone of uncertainty of the travel of that van during the window from around 7 to midnight. So at this point, it's not a certainty that the snow band is going to hit during the course of the game. But it looks like in that window, you're going to have this snow band close enough that you can't rule it out. As far as the commute uh, to the game, uh, the parking lots at the stadium open up four hours before kickoff. Yeah, so that would be 4 o'clock. It's going to be cold um, with a gusty breeze, and then there's going to be snow in the area. I think what's going to happen is people traveling to the game are going to have to contend with going through some elements of the lake effect snow so the, the drive in is going to be a little more difficult. And then going home, depending upon exactly where that setup is, the position of that band is going to be a little bit difficult as well. But no one's going to have to sleep. Don't bring your tents. They're not going to let you camp out on the 50-yard line. You're all going home after the game, and everybody will get there as well. Now, hopefully we won't be going home in handcuffs, given the fact it's a Saturday game and people will start day drinking, oh, about 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, that is true. And, hey, tomorrow morning, don't overlook the storm that's sitting on our doorstep. Yes. It could be very slick, icy, in fact, in portions of the southern tier, and then some sloppy wet snow up into the north towns, especially a little closer to Rochester. Any idea, Andy, of about how much of the sloppy snow the, uh, the more northernmost areas are going to get? Yeah, you got it. If you're north of the thruway, you're going to end up in that uh, two- to three-inch range. 
in the city of Buffalo, the worst time is going to be the morning. That's the chance of having some of those slick roads. You've got dry conditions now. You get a little bit of freezing rain on there, and that causes the black ice. No snow for the city and the surrounding burbs and the lake shores. Once you go inland, as you go from Cattaraugus to Allegheny, Wyoming County, extreme southern Erie, and even Genesee, away from the lakeshore. Further east you go, the deeper the snow gets. Most folks will get around two inches. There'll be some spots in the southern tier that will exceed that, especially Allegheny County. But tough travel on the 90 and on 86 going east. Thursday evening and Friday. Andy, just a quick question uh, to the meteorologist, and that is this. Once you get out of your immediate home neighborhood, where I'm presuming you spend most of your time, do you have a favorite spot, maybe a hilltop, maybe a park in any of the counties of western New York that is your getaway? Because I I get a special feeling in Chautauqua County. Like in Mayville, I get such a special feeling. And the same thing with Attica and Wyoming County. How about you? I love that. You know what? When there, it all depends on the type of weather system coming in. If you're going to watch for, uh, uh, there's a great hill in Orchard Park, and I don't want to give it away, <laughs> but it's um, it's over by Gartman. You can get a great look out at the lake, and you can see that the uh, uh, the water spots from a distance. And then if you're up uh, take 20A out in the God's Country, there up around those um, windmills, and that is a fantastic spot to watch some of the. Uh, thunderstorms roll in. You've got a, a great view there. And Chautauqua County in itself, there's some great ridge tops uh, to see what you would call the fronts when a larger scale weather system comes in because you sit up there in grape country and it just unfolds in front of you and you can really see these walls of cloud and rain come in during the summertime. You know, we didn't talk about that question before you came on, but I just knew you would you would have an answer for us because you just struck me as a guy who has a favorite weather observation hill in every county of western New York. Uh, brother, I am grateful for your expertise. Uh, we'll be in touch later on this week. If we need to update anything on Friday for a few minutes, I would prevail upon you at uh, that point. All right, I'll pencil it in, Tom. Pencil it in. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Meteorologist Andy Parker on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, I say it every time he is on, but you just heard one of the most talented meteorologists in the world on this station. He knows weather, he knows delivery, he knows customer service. He is just a tremendous human being. And if you want to get in touch yourself with Andy Parker, his contact information is up on the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page. That's Bowerly on WBEN, the Facebook page. And he's even got it set up so you can text him and he will be in touch with you about the the weather as you need to know it. I don't know where the man finds the time, but he does. So uh, if you're just joining us, what we have been talking about in light of this whole Jerry Sullivan situation is... um, Are we too sensitive in America, or is sensitivity a good thing? Because, look, I've evolved. I've I've changed. In 2015, I thought it was wrong to make Lancaster change its name from the Redskins. But upon further review and talking with people who are themselves Native Americans, listening to the arguments, I think I was wrong. I can understand how that is offensive to people who are part of the First Nations communities in in North America. Um, I I get it. I understand why you would be offended. 
and why gratuitously offend people, um, especially, I'm sorry, but especially a community like the Senecas, which are an economic powerhouse in this area. And, uh, you know, still, even to the present day, government lies to the Native Americans. Oh, you're going to have exclusive gambling rights. Hey, let's open up a Ray Sino. Like, seriously? And then New York State gets its hand, its fingers in the pie of Seneca money for doing absolutely nothing. Uh, there's very little difference, frankly, between New York State government and its ability to raid your exchequer and uh, the uh, shakedown artist of uh, the old mob movies. Let's go to uh, a mobster himself. This is, uh, he's a gangster of love. Kevin in Pendleton on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. Um, but first, to begin, uh, I apologize. Last time I spoke with you, I kind of used a no-no party training word. That's oh, you know, yeah, well. Yeah, it, and I apologize. It, it, I, I didn't know. I appreciate the apology, but it's not necessary. You're a human being. You make mistakes. I do, too. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, Tom? Um, you know, I'm offended by everybody being offended by <laughs> this, that, and the other. And you know what, Tom? Um, you, know, you and I kind of close to the same age and stuff. And we just have a couple more decades ahead of us. And you know what? It'll be their problem with the mess. We're not better off as a country and uh, and even Western civilization, for that matter, right? Uh, this whole world going to hand in the hell basket. So you know what? Um, let's just live, let learn, um, you know, tolerate what you can tolerate, um, respect each other, and, you know, and we move on to the sunset when the time comes. But it wouldn't be my problem. It wouldn't be your problem and a number of our listeners. Well, you're, 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 giving, you're giving me a couple of decades. Aren't you rather on the optimistic side? Well done. Jeez, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah. but here, here's I got a little bit of a different take on that. And uh, mm-hmm. I'd like I'd like to share it with you, too. And it's something and I don't mean to keep talking about this, but it's something I learned from badminton. A lot of the people who play badminton are professionals. They're in the medical field. They're in I.T. They're in the sciences. And. In the United States, if we could only realize that we are a diverse country with a whole bunch of people from a whole bunch of different places coming together like first-round draft choices to take on the economies of the rest of the world and forget the petty differences, we would be so far ahead of everybody else. Um, But you've got to make sure that everybody, that every ingredient in the pie that is going to be America is is working not just for their own individual good, but is working to make sure that the country succeeds as well. Right. Yeah. 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 That's quite true. I mean, maybe maybe I'm being, you know, maybe I'm being a little, not prima donna-ish, maybe I'm being a little... uh, you know, Alice Pollyanna. in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, Pollyanna. That's no, 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 I don't think so. But I just, just kind of sum it up now as I've seen how you know we have transformed for the so-called better. And you know what? It would be my problem and yours. You know, okay, another couple of decades. Or you hope to be around here at a hundred. Um, well, it, it, what I hope versus what is a realistic probability are two different things. Um, Josh already, yeah, yeah. I've already written the show Josh is going to do if I kick on the air. You know that. 
Oh, gee, man. There you go. All right, buddy. Thank you. (laughs) You have a great day. Thank you very much. Yeah, I got a script here. It's the emergency script for Josh. It's in my bag. So when I, yeah, when I just keel over in here, you just come on in, Josh, and you can have a full monologue. And, you know, the topic can be your favorite Bowerly memory, 803-093. And then you'll see the guys coming. You'll hear the the paramedics coming in. What? Too soon? (laughs) Morbid? <laughs> All right, it is uh, 520. Hey, look, it's good to plan for these things, okay? So it's, no, no, and I'll say, I do the Hogan Willig ads talking about making sure your legal stuff is in order. Because, um, look, I, I don't expect them to check out anytime real soon. Um, then again, I didn't expect the Sabres to score six goals in the third period last night. That was an outburst, huh? Anyway... Um, <laughs> That's, that just took a turn for the morbid, and it's all Kevin's fault. Damn you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, uh, anybody got 15 grand so I can get a couple of front row seats for the falls? <laughs> Anyway, uh, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. I think that would make a fine Christmas present for your favorite host. You're not buying it? Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, thanks very much for being with us. I really appreciate uh, your time. So we've been talking uh, today about the are we better off as America being more sensitive to not offending gratuitously people with uh, comments like, what Jerry Sullivan said the other night, or whether we're actually becoming a nation of wusses. Well, earlier today, uh, David Bellavia uh, talked to the guy from Trainwreck Sports about what happened the other night, and I agree completely with David, and I said it yesterday. Those of you in the media blaming Trainwreck Sports, shame on you. How many of you have done a talk show? I've done them for over 40 years. Those guys did nothing wrong. Well, welcome back. Joining us now from Trainwreck Sports, the CEO, the co-founder of Trainwreck Sports, the host of Trainwreck Tonight, Degenerate Danger Zone Bullet Points. You can go to trainwrecksports.com for all uh, their podcasts, their uh, blog, their all the stuff from Trainwreck Sports. Al from Trainwreck Sports. How are you doing today? What's up, David? How are you? Uh, it's, been a, uh, it's been a crazy 36 hours, I'll tell you that. I, here's my thing, right? I, I, don't, I haven't had the, the privilege of meeting you. Uh, I don't know much about where you come or how you see the world or any of that other stuff. 
Here's the thing, though, that I will defend to the end. This is the hill I'm going to die on. A podcast brings guests on, and sometimes controversial things are said. I don't know how you could have cleaned that up any more than you did in real time, and you deserve a lot of credit for that. This is obviously not what you believe. It's something you've never said, and in real time, you tried to play cleanup for Jerry Sullivan. The amount of hate, vitriol, and frothing from signal virtuers online and on Twitter coming at you, your company, and your podcast is some of the most ridiculous stuff I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's been a crazy, difficult 36 hours. You know, we've had Jerry Sullivan on the show multiple times before. Um, we actually even had him in studio back in 2019. And, you know, in the times that we've had him on, um, you know, he never said something that got us off guard like he did, you know, Monday night. Um, and, you know, Monday night, that's something that Jerry said that was definitely not on our agenda for the show. Um, you know, before the show, you know, we told them that we were going to be honest with people that are, you know, sending questions in. We were going to call it like a hashtag Ask Jerry segment where, you know, fans before the show could send tweets in and we would read them off. And I told them that, you know, obviously tweets, things actually going live during the show, I would read those as well. So he was fully aware that I'd be, you know, reading questions live from the feed. And, yeah, I mean, David, it's been, uh, like I said, these past 36 hours, uh, the amount of tweets coming, you know, at Trainwreck Sports, it's, it's been unfortunate. I mean, if you look at our show history, you know, we've had some amazing women guests on throughout our time. Um, you know, one of my favorite moments – you know, in Trainwreck Sports, one of my favorite guests that came over to Studio D in my basement was Jackie Walker. And that's someone who my grandparents have watched for years. Every time I go to my I'm sure she loves hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but she's Jackie been Walker. she's a she's an icon. She's on the Rushmore of, of Buffalo uh, you know, news. Yes, and I could not believe she accepted an invite to come in studio. Uh, at my house, and it was great. I was able to have my grandparents there literally before the show. Jackie and her significant other were in my own living room, you know, talking with my grandparents, and they were just so happy taking pictures together. So so, so Al from Trainwreck Sports joins us. He was hosting the podcast at the time this whole thing happened. What are you expected to do? Are you expected to go on Twitter and you got to make a video now and combat these. This is a drive-by lynching for people that had nothing. You didn't say these things. You didn't laugh at it. You didn't encourage it. You didn't do a follow-on. Look, a lot of people that find themselves in your situation that, you know, well, the, there's controversy. There's no such thing as bad media. You can generate this for sponsors and more visitors and everything else. What what's happening to you though is not positive. What's happening to you is you're being linked with a statement, and now you're either on a team. You got to pick a side, and that's woefully unfair to do to someone in your position. Yes, and you know what's what's been going on is everyone has been going at my head now, and that I've been I was agreeing with Jerry Sullivan and that take, and. I'm a host. I've been a host of this show now 
for six years. And if you watch the show and you look back at the history of all the train wreck tonight that we've done over video, I, that is what I do. I nod my head. I am listening to the person. Everything is happening so fast on a live stream. Okay. I'm trying to comprehend what he's saying. I'm getting ready for my next question and look at, and we have tweets on my phone. And yes, I get the assumption that people are seeing me head nod, which, which make them think that I'm agreeing with them. But I want to say right now, that I was definitely not agreeing Bingo. with Jerry Sullivan and anything that he said. If you watch the video, I do the Josh Allen, like, okay. And then he goes, you know what I mean? And I go, eh. And like, you can see I'm putting my arms on. I mean, it's ridiculous. And no rational person that watches that video thinks that this was, first of all, to imply that you had him on the show to talk about that topic is is not factually true. It's not ethical to even say that. I've read that today. I read a bunch of other journalists lecturing you on on how to conduct yourself in a podcast. That's completely out of line. And and now this other thing is they are expecting Trainwreck Sports and you as the CEO and president to have to go on some uh, you know mea copa tour where you've got to go out there and and show us your you know what's in your heart and what's in your soul. I mean this is just it's unsustainable, Al. We we can't, people come to watch your podcast. They know your content, and and if this had happened before, you would have the reputation of doing this kind of programming, and you don't. No. Exactly. Uh, this is the first time definitely in our history of six years being around now that anything like this has happened. And David, obviously, hindsight, I, I wish I could have done it better. You know what I mean? I wish we could have addressed it more correctly at the time. But right now I'm focusing now on the future and looking forward to letting our actions you know, doing the talking on future shows. Well, listen, I, I hope uh, people, uh, you know, give you that opportunity to continue to entertain them and continue to give them information about the Bills, the Sabres, the Yankees. By the way, that's the trifecta. I appreciate <laughs> that you're a Yankee, Bills, Sabres fan. But, but I mean, again, I don't know. I think you're being too hard on yourself. I don't know anyone could have handled that. Uh, there's no expertise in handling something like that. And again, to 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 have to be to have to prove to, to be inoculated from a comment that is without defense. Nobody agree. You can't do sports and men versus women. That's 1970. It's not even cool anymore. No one would ever say something to be intentionally shock jocks are dead. That, that's not what people are doing that are successful. You're doing something right. I think people see what you're doing at Trainwreck Sports and they're trying to take a swing at you, Al. And you're holding your own. You're always welcome here. If you want to promote something, no controversy, controversy, whatever it is, you're always welcome to come on this program. I appreciate you doing this. No, seriously, David, I, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity, um, you know, to be on here and uh, be able to talk about this because I, I've been wanting to say something, obviously, over the past day or two. But, you know, with something in that situation, it was just very, very difficult. Um, you know, well, let me get you while I have you, let me get you in your comfort zone. Cole yeah. Beasley. Do you expect him to start on Sunday? I do. Really? Yeah. I think the band is back together, back together. Cole Beasley, John Brown, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. Yeah, I, I, I truly do. Do you, do you think that Isaiah McKenzie is, we, we were hoping he was going to be a third down receiver. Is that experiment over? I mean, over the, I mean, that, 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 that that last performance last Sunday, what, with three drops? Important uh, drops. Those are third down drops. I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, he's received a ton of criticism, and, and you kind of see how he's been on social media a little bit. 
you know, with Cole Beasley coming back and obviously after hearing the news that we signed him. So, yeah, I do think that experiment's over. And as far as uh, do you think the Bills can run the table at the end of the season? Does that does that New England game in the, in the old days we would, you know, the last game of the season, Bills lock up a playoff spot and, you know, you get to see, you know, the guys holding the clipboard show up and, and dress. Is that last New England game, is that going to be an important game? Yes, 100%. I mean, the goal right now for the Buffalo Bills is the one seed. They're in the driver's seat for that right now. They control their own destiny. Um, so, yeah, you get past Miami, full focus turns to – I hate to jump past the Chicago Bears, but the, it definitely shifts to Monday night football against the Cincinnati Bengals. That, that's a huge game, and they're playing really well right now. Well, that's what you're going to get from trainwrecksports.com, by the way. That that analysis is what you're going to get. Al, thank you uh, for taking time out of your day. And that is Al from Trainwreck Sports on earlier today with uh, David Bellavia. If you were tuning in um, this time yesterday, you heard um, us talking about uh, Trainwreck Sports. And right after the show, Al called in to uh, Josh Schmidt, and then they called in to David earlier today. But I wanted to uh, get that on David Bellavia with Al from Trainwreck Sports. And again, Trainwreck Sports, you did nothing wrong. I've been doing this for 40-plus years. I know what I'm doing. You guys did nothing wrong. Don't listen to the jealous people because you guys have 730 views on Twitter. I'm sorry, 730,000 views on Twitter. Now, think. speaking about things going uh, um uh, uh, viral online. I knew it'd come up with the word sooner or later. Uh, our next person here has written a "Twas the Night Before Christmas" poem, except "Twas the Night Before Billsmas" from Roswell Park. It's uh, marketing um, and public relations person. Um, we grew up down the street from one another. Maria Turner is with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. Maria, are you ready for your poetry recitation of the night before Billsmas? I am. How it's, are you doing? I'm well. It's going viral, so let's have the author read her work. Okay, here we go. Twas the night before playoffs when all through the town, Bill's mafia were stirring. Mahomes is going down. The mantle was cleared by the chimney with care in hopes the Lombardi trophy would soon be there. The fans were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of Glendale danced in their heads when what to their wondering eyes should appear? A sleigh with eight Mary Bills players ready to cheer. Now White, now Diggs, now Milano and Hine, on Oliver, on Bass, on Poyer and Klein. And then down the chimney came Josh with a bound. His eyes, how they twinkled, his audible so loud. He hurdled the sleigh and got the first down. Then away they flew to the stadium so bright. Merry Billsmas to all and to all a good night. Go Bills! <laughs> the Bills make me wanna Shout. kick your heels up and Shout. throw your hands up and Shout. throw your head back and Shout. come on now. The Bills are making it happen. Now, now. I want to get back to Maria Turner, the author of The Night Before Billsmas. Tell us um, what you did. I, I couldn't find it on the Bills Mafia Facebook page, uh, but then again, I can't see worth damn anyway. Um, how'd you get in touch with the Bills Mafia and get this up? 
Well, I originally just posted it on my Facebook page, and friends were commenting and saying, you should really post this to the Bills Mafia page. And I was like, really? Okay. So I did. And uh, then last evening, I was away for a few hours at Shays for a show. And when I came out, my phone was completely blowing up mm. and then continued throughout the night, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. I should have been sleeping, but I was addicted to the comments. And uh, I just couldn't believe what everybody was seeing. I obviously struck a chord uh, with Bill's Mafia, and they were just totally getting behind it. Well, what I'm going to do right now, I'm just going directly to your page, and I'm going to share it on the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page. Any indication as to how many views uh, your particular Twas the Night Before Billsmas has had? Yes, so on the Bills Mafia page, first time in my life anything like this has ever happened. We passed the 1,000 mark. Uh, there were multiple shares and multiple comments, but I think we're about about 1,100 now as far as likes on the Bills Mafia page. And you know, Tom, you know me, I've been in marketing my whole adult career, and I've written a lot of things, uh, very humbling stories about patients at Roswell and unsung heroes who donate the blood and platelets. And never have I got a response like I did with this poem. It is very rewarding, isn't it? And I, I truly can't believe it. So I'm hoping that the Bills see it. I would love uh, for them to see it. And, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm hoping maybe I can have Matt Milano over for Christmas dinner. Yeah, I was going to say, Ed Oliver, uh, you know, why not? <laughs> Deion Dawkins, you better bring a lot of food. Uh, is, That's right. Now, uh, how long did this take you to write? Uh, you know, maybe about 20 minutes. I kind of just, you know, I was in the spirit. We decorated our tree this year with a Bills theme. Uh, we're getting ready to have a, a Bills Miss Christmas Eve party. So it was in my head, and I just fooled with it a little bit and, uh, you know, tried to make sure I had some elements. For instance, Josh Hurtling had to be part of it. And, uh, you know, I was when all was said and done, probably 20, 25 minutes. Well, that's outstanding. And, you know, it would be nice, too, if um, your poem, The Night Before Billsmas, uh, which I've now shared on the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page, it would be nice if that spurred people to donate blood and platelets at Roswell Park, too. Sure, sure. I mean, I, I was obviously doing this from a whole personal perspective, but, uh, you know, as someone who's in public relations, it never hurts uh, to get a free plug. So, yes, it would be very nice if people called this time of year. Uh, you know, everyone's so busy. They're thinking about other things. They're certainly in a giving mood, but maybe in a different way. And it's always helpful if people come in and donate blood or platelets. Uh, we go through many days of struggling. So we'd, we'd love to have Western New York come out and support us uh, between now and the new year. Well, that's pretty wild. And uh, we really did grow up down the street from each other. We sure did. <laughs> Old Kenmore East. We bizarre, stick together. Bizarre. Just bizarre. Like 10 houses down. All right, Maria, PR, Roswell Park, thank you very much. You wrote this poem on your own, but uh, thank you for letting us share it, and thank you for joining us. Thank you, Tom. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Maria Turner on News Radio 930 WBEN. Just is this like a one degree of separation town or what? I mean, what are the chances? Seriously. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.